0: Hi, I'm Holly, and I'm Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. Yay! Yay! Welcome. That's
1: what friends. you get today.
0: <laughs> I'm so fucking tired, guys. So
1: Me is... too. And I we're off to a messy start. Literally, like half an hour ago, my phone was like, "Hey, you have water in your phone," and I was like,
0: "Yeah, damn it! What is with water this week? My fucking sink exploded! Oh my god, your sink
1: exploded! I forgot mm. about that." Stuart does Stewart the dishes killed once. He told me the other day yeah. with his fucking caption. Oh.
0: <laughs> Working from home, sink exploded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doing plumbing on my lunch.
0: <laughs> uh, just so you know, the sink is not fixed.
1: I, I had a suit. Did he do it on his lunch or did he
0: Mm-mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a guy.
0: We had a dentist appointment. Mm. Okay, that's fair. Well, I we didn't. River did. I think that's a wee. I think it's a wee until a wee. he's like. i mean i basically had to hold them upside down so it's we did they really (laughs) well not not upside down but you lay them on this like little thing so their heads like back so they can open their mouth i pictured like hanging by the ankles they have like a tv on the top and they're like playing they're like we're gonna put on coco melon i was like absolutely not you put on patrol
1: (laughs) you don't watch the coco melon no that's like the 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 it show
0: (laughs) no he watches Paw Patrol, Blue's Clues, and Scooby Doo, and that's all. Absolutely! Oh my god, all the dogs. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize that, but yes. But we put on Coco Melon and he cried. So, it's a favorite <laughs> for us.
1: <laughs> I heard it's annoying, but is one? Of, it's like an earworm. Apparently, people end up like singing it by the I time they're done watching. I don't. But, uh, I don't. I, ha- I, have I follow watched way too enough, many people so. with kids. I know yeah. too much about Coco Melon.
0: Yeah i just don't i don't think i've watched it enough to
1: i don't really know it's just annoying i've only also watched never like watched what's the one with the two mice fucking oh ruby that, and max?
0: max and ruby i hate that one i thought they were bunnies
1: oh they are you're right okay i just pictured whiskers and said mouse <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> or like peppa pig have you seen that i don't know
1: the kid that got the, the british accent yeah. have you seen that <laughs> i'm gonna make forever watch peppa pig now i just saw that earlier the yeah. kid's so cute though it's so funny oh, do they unlearn that or do you just have a british kid now i
0: don't know it's kind of cool i like it
1: test it maybe he should watch that maybe he should but yeah we don't because
0: i mean like every parent's gonna say that like don't do screen time but like guys sometimes you just need five minutes to yourself
1: yeah i just feel like don't tell people how to parent
0: oh also we're like the whole world is technology you can't avoid that shit anymore i'm sorry yeah
1: but. i'm not a huge fan of like little kids with cell phones no but, like gosh. those uh those like kid ipads and stuff yeah like, it keeps them quiet yeah
0: especially like when you're traveling like we're going yeah. away on monday and then we go away again on sa- next saturday so like is this his first trip yeah cute yeah we're so excited! Like he's going. Except that random time that you had to sleep at Stewart's parents. Oh my god! When our house smelled like wasp. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Great times. He slept really well though, but he was also like a potato. Now he he's was not like a wee potato. little.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, guys, he won't even sleep in our bed. He thinks it's like game time at that point. So the play mat. <laughs> if he's not in the crib, he is not sleeping.
1: Which is like we That's should so be funny. Really... He
0: used to sleep everywhere. Yeah, he used to. He would only ever sleep in my arms or like whoever's arms and then now if he's not sleeping in the crib he's not sleeping like it's not it's not possible child (laughs) it's like i should be so thankful for that but guys i don't know how i'm gonna get him to sleep on monday night or sunday night or saturday night i don't know it's gonna be fun oh
1: yeah maybe bring like his sheet or something yeah we're gonna put his dog where they can smell it (laughs) we're
0: gonna put his crib sheet in like the play the bunny pictures with you oh my god (laughs) yes (laughs) i just told holly just recreate Rick, his room in I'm, the room i'm going to river has uh bunny pictures in his bedroom and he said if he doesn't say goodnight to them he doesn't sleep so he yeah, says goodnight so to cute. his bunnies yeah it's so really
1: cute. cute
0: and he fucking climbs stairs now so like <laughs> i'm tired
1: how many baby gates is too many baby gates
0: not enough the limit does, <laughs> it not, does exist. not exist
1: <laughs> This is not, like, uh, the, the baby hour, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's, like, the mom rant hour, minus... I'm not a mom, but, like, yeah. it still works. On
0: a side note, guys, I got my hair cut in the first time in, like, four years. It's been forever. I,
1: it was, like, longer the pandemic because your hairdresser went on mat leave. Yeah.
0: So my hairdresser <laughs> went it's on so mat nice. leave, waited for her to come back, then the pandemic hit, and then I had River, and then my hairdresser kind of just, like, fell off the face of the earth. So I went somewhere else, and it's fantastic it looks so nice
1: it's so soft i mean your hair looked nice before but like i know it starts to feel like heavy and like eh. yeah
0: you should have seen the amount of fucking hair that came off my goddamn head
1: she even like thinned it out and she's like wow yeah <laughs> and i still it's have still, so, so long too yeah i have a picture of you from high school where you're like it i think it was prior to when you started thinning your hair Oh my and God, your hair yeah. was like thick as fuck
0: yeah i look like lunette the clown you said it (laughs) (laughs) with like blonde hair
1: (laughs) i also thin this shit out of mine too it's just i'm not dealing with it it's just how it happens guys yeah all right shall we uh talk about murder i guess kind of murder yeah a little bit murder yeah i don't think we have anything else
0: to like chat about
1: uh nope i've had a quiet week at work because everybody's gone so i've got nothing to talk about there that's so lovely it's been so great. I got I got so much done that I have like nothing to do. Yeah. If my manager is listening to
0: this, I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah, she's so busy. Don't listen to this. Also, you're weird. Goodbye. <laughs> if they actually listen, I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't think anybody from my. I hope. Ooh. God, yeah, I don't know.
0: We do. We um, have um one of my coworkers. I think she listens.
1: Hi, co-worker. Hi. Nameless coworker. Yeah, I
0: don't want to <laughs> drop names, but she's yeah. lovely, and she's the only reason why I'm excited to go back I work. think I
1: know who it is, and she is lovely.
0: Yeah. She's very lovely.
1: Um, so I'm doing something fun this week, and I use the term fun loosely because it's like my idea of fun, but I'm a big music nerd, and I love music history, so I thought this week we could talk about Sid and Nancy.
0: Oh, <gasps> uh, yes. Fun, right? I love it. I don't know anything about, like, backstory, but, like, I know, like, the bear. They're kind room. of
1: like the weird, like... i I don't want to say iconic but like they are kind of iconic they're that like romeo and juliet of the punk scene you know literally yeah but they're so fucked up i actually think i say that at the end of this too about how like how the fuck did this happen um it's just
0: so fucked up
1: so john simon Ritchie, more commonly known as sid vicious of the legendary punk band the sex pistols was born on may 10th 1957 in london england uh he dropped out of high school and went on to become one of the biggest names in the punk scene from the 70s uh so sid was known to hang around london in like the typical punk attire he had the big hair the big like the mohawks the plaid all it. that kind of stuff and one day he caught the attention of malcolm mclaren who was the manager for the sex pistols so i'm gonna do a brief history on the sex pistols because it's my podcast and i'll do what i want to yeah um they were founded in 1975 by Malcolm to promote his clothing store in London. It was called Sex, mm-hmm. great name, very eye-catching. Um, I it was here for it. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a DIY punk type store. Like they had <laughs> a, lot a DIY of... sex, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do it yourself sex. That actually sounds great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, a lot of, like, big names from that time are associated with, like, that store for some reason. So, the original members of the Sex Pistols were uh, vocalist Johnny Rotten, guitarist Steve Jones, drummer Paul Cook, and bassist Glenn Matlock. Uh, They pulled influence from the punk scene that was emerging from across the pond in New York. But they, like, they pulled from what was popular in London at the time. So, like, I think, like, the Who and stuff was popular at the time. So, it was more like, radio-friendly pop. Okay. So it was this, like, weird mix of, like, punk, but, like, catchy. Yeah. So uh, by the fall of 1976, they became almost like a household name in England, uh, thanks to their first single, Anarchy, in the UK. Um, and a surprise to absolutely nobody, the group of young, angry punk rock men were a PR nightmare. Um, they were known to swear on live TV. Oh, my God. And uh, just cause a general ruckus wherever they went. They were like, you're typical rock stars yeah um in 1977 they were dropped by their first record company but they managed to sign again in march uh only for a couple days before that contract was canceled too around this time the tensions in the band were growing due to excessive drug use and glenn matlock the bassist ended up leaving so this is where we meet sid vicious malcolm mclaren brought him in uh originally to be the front man they wanted him to replace johnny rotten because he was I think he said he was like better looking (laughs) than him. Like he was more of a poster boy than Johnny Rotten. Um, Poor Johnny. But he ended up (laughs) being—I know—I felt kind of bad. He ended up being the bassist instead. So they signed for a third time to Virgin Records, and they released their second single.
0: Virgin Records was a thing back then.
1: Yeah. So they were actually. uh, Oh God, what's his name? It's like a billionaire that owns it all. He owns Virgin Airlines, Virgin Mm -hmm. Radio. It's all. I don't know why he named it Virgin <laughs> of all things, but uh, what the he's fuck's the his Mother name? Mary of the music I want to industry. say it's like Richard Branson or something like that. It was one of those rich white guys. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a thing. Oh. Um, so they released their second signal single. single actually, Batman the guys. What's that?
0: That's like their guys. Guys, are Batman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so just like a, like a the silhouette of like a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how you get the punk kids to come out at night. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Goth kids dancing under the (laughs) bridge.
0: (laughs) The werewolf kids.
1: Oh my god. how many obscure references can we put into 30 know. seconds people are um, gonna be so yeah. people are
0: gonna be like you're making fun of it no like we love this this was us, this was us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they released their second single god save the queen in june 1977 to coincide with queen elizabeth's silver jubilee she just had a jubilee like last week she's so fucking old <laughs> I, I, she's
0: like a, she's a vampire you guys
1: it's seriously um so this was considered a big fuck you to the monarchy at the time because the the song is very Uh, sarcastic it's they don't like the queen i fucking Um, love the song so i'm not even gonna yeah if i'm remembering correctly they rented a boat of some sort and they like drove the boat along the river while the queen was having her jubilee and played the song live while she was having her jubilee love
0: that yeah
1: it was like a huge deal um the british media ended up trying to ban the song from the airways but it ended up flying up the charts and peaked at number two which is huge for this genre of music this is like yeah. the, the main charts they charted at number two
0: now is that because the song is good or is it because a lot of people hate the queen
1: i think it's more of the the rebellion of the punk movement and it was oh, okay. just like yeah and they were just like blatant about it like yeah that, the, so petty i love it yeah <laughs> Um so despite their success their career came to sort of an awkward halt after this. They were banned from playing in most places in the UK, but touring in the US was pretty expensive so they couldn't really do that just yet. Um Sid was heavily into drugs at this time and it made him very difficult to work with. They continued to spew out singles and eventually their notorious album Never Mind the Bollocks, which I forgot to look up the proper pronunciation. Um Bollocks, the album yeah. Was that right? Okay, yeah, that's right. The album hit number one, and finally they were able to go to America because of the record sales. Fuck um, yeah. The tour did not go well, to say the least. The band ended up breaking up in January 1978 <laughs> um, after their biggest ever concert in San Francisco. Uh, so they'd been working on a movie of some sort. I don't know if it was like a Beatles style. Do you remember when the Beatles did like a Hard Day's Night and stuff, and they were mm-hmm. just like quirky little... I don't know if it was that or if it was a like a documentary but they were apparently working on a movie at the time and uh malcolm mclaren the manager he wanted to to save the movie so he started releasing sig- singles with sid as the vocalist uh oh. because the, the band like broke up and half of them left um the the movie ended up being released in 1980 but 1978 so the year they started filming it that was the year that sid vicious met nancy Spungen uh nancy was born in philadelphia in 1958 to a middle-class family her mother deborah described nancy as a quote difficult child i'm out of breath for some reason (laughs) (laughs) i haven't really talked all day like those seven million coffees you had today oh my god i gotta stop doing that i'm so good for like Four days in a row, I'll have my one coffee in the morning and that's it. And then, like, one day I won't sleep properly. So I'm like, let's have a whole pot. <laughs> Absolutely. We got to make up for those four days we don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My body just starts to shut down.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so her mom uh, wrote a memoir after her daughter's death called And I Don't Want to Live This Life A Mother's Story of Her Daughter's Murder. Um, in that book, Deborah describes Nancy as being physically abusive towards her. Uh, she recounts stories of screaming meltdowns and general out of control behavior from her daughter. At only 11 years old, Nancy was expelled from school and sent to a boarding school in Connecticut for children with, quote, special needs. Um, she was later sent to a mental institution where she was diagnosed with schizophrenia, according to New York Magazine. Apparently, they were the only people to say that. Um, Nancy did briefly attend university, but she didn't last very long and dropped out to move to New York City, right as the punk movement was starting in the early 70s. So Nancy fit... Oops, sorry, I dropped something in case you heard that. Uh, Sound like Nancy. T-tacks what's that it sounded like tic tacs so no I don't, know it's why. Just, I don't even know what it is to be honest i just like need to fidget with things when i do this because i feel like i'm giving a school presentation sometimes you yeah know? well it calms <laughs> down so like it works yeah, yeah. i had a are skin you... ring and then i spun it so hard that it spun right off so stop it
0: <laughs> you are ridiculous i'm fine <laughs> tell me you have anxiety without telling me you have anxiety <laughs> i play with my hair so i like i twirl
1: it's true you twirl the shit out
0: of your I hair i always twirl my hair
1: have it. <laughs> um at least it's quiet maybe i should start doing that um it greases your hair don't do it oh true mm-hmm. uh so yeah she dropped out uh nancy fit right in the punk scene and she later became known as a drug dealer slash groupie type for all of the bands entering new york city uh heroin was huge at this time and she would supply it to the bands playing at all the cool venues uh this is how she met sid and the rest of the sex pistols on their first and last tour in america The two hit it off right away and were inseparable right from the start. Uh, She hopped on their tour across the states and the two went on drug binges together the entire time. The rest of the members hated Nancy. They wanted nothing to do with her. She brought nothing but drama and trouble to the tour. Um, They, at that time, kind of knew they had drug problems and were trying to, like, move away from it. And she's like, here, have more drugs. Um, So it just wasn't a good mix. Uh, It's been alleged that Johnny Rotten tried to get Sid to break up with her, and it caused, like, a huge fight. Uh, But Sid obviously refused. After only eight shows, the band completely fell apart, and the rest of the tour was canceled. Oh, my God. Do we blame it on... Eight shows.
0: Do we blame it on... uh...
1: Nancy? Yeah, she's kind of like the Yoko of the band a little bit. Oh my god, bit. yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I hate bit. that reference, but... Um... So Sid and Nancy ran off to London for a little while after this, but they ended up returning to New York City where they had hoped to live happily ever after. They stayed at the famous Chelsea Hotel, which I would love for you to cover in an episode. Um, it's on my take- list, actually. Is it really? Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I I did Google to see if it was haunted because I was like, there's a lot of shit that goes on there and a lot of like writers and musicians and stuff have stayed there and they always bring the bad vibes with it's them. It's true.
0: So- it's so fucking true.
1: So, yeah, cover it. I'm telling you. you have just to. right now. Next week. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I think I might. You never know. <laughs> oh, my God. I kind of hope you do. That'd be nice. No pressure. Um, Under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy tried to take over as Sid's manager. Uh, oh she somehow managed to book him a couple of shows, but they were both such hot messes that people just stopped booking. He couldn't make it through a set at all. He was just like fumbling on stage, um, according to the author of Inside the Dream Palace, Cheryl Tippins. On the night of October eleventh, nineteen seventy-eight, quote: Several visitors to the room saw Sid take as many as thirty tablets of all, a far larger dose of the barbiturate than most people could survive, and once certain to put nearly anyone into a deep state of unconsciousness. Uncaus- oh my God, unconsciousness for hours, and he. Rem- Remained comatose through the morning's early hours. So basically, he took a shit ton of barbiturates and passed out on October eleventh, nineteen seventy eight. Um, that is that like same crazy. Evening, Thirty.
0: <laughs> That's ins- that would like literally kill anybody.
1: I can't even take a Tylenol three. Right. Like-, <laughs> <You wait? laughs> like I'm. Cold I remember having for, like, a take I had a really bad ear infection when I was a kid, and they gave me T threes for the pain, and I like. I just remember sitting on the end of my bed and, like, staring off into space and crying because I felt so fucked up. Yeah. My dad walked in. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. No.
0: <laughs> not even close.
1: And this motherfucker took 30. 30 barbiturates. <laughs> um, so that same evening, some guests at the hotel reported... Rep- oh, my God. Reported hearing moans, but not, like, the fun kind that you normally hear at hotels. Um, it was the more of, like, fun a, a grunt. <laughs> um. <laughs> At 11 a.m. the next morning, the clerk at the front desk received a call from outside the hotel. Uh, a man who did not identify himself told the clerk, quote, there's trouble in room 100. The clerk sent a bellman to check the room, but before he returned, another call came in, but this time it was from inside room 100. A different male voice said, quote, someone is sick, need help. So the bellman man walked in on a horrific scene. Uh, Nancy was lying face up in a pool of blood with her head under the bathroom sink. There was a large stab wound in her lower abdomen and a trail of blood that led from her body to the bed, which was also soaked in blood. Um, an ambulance was called, but she was very obviously dead on the scene and she was only 20 years old at the time of her death. Holy. Um, they later found Sid too. He was wandering at the halls of the hotel, crying, screaming, and obviously still high uh sid reportedly repeated i killed her i can't live without her she must have fallen on the knife uh he was taken in as a suspect and he like he kept confessing but he was also so fucked up on drugs that no one really knew what the fuck he was saying yeah so he, he'd say things like i did it i'm a dog but then he said he had no memory of the night and he just woke up and there was blood everywhere and he doesn't know what happened um He said he called downstairs as soon as he woke up, a.k.a. he wasn't the guy calling from outside. So Mm -hmm. there is another player involved. Um, He was charged with Nancy's murder because despite some inconsistencies, it did not look great for him. Um, A few days later, Sid was released on bail thanks to money from his record label. He attempted suicide shortly after his release because he was so uh, heartbroken over the loss of Nancy. Uh, shortly after this he ended up getting arrested again uh, he got into a fight at a bar in new york <laughs> so for the fight in the bar in new york he spent seven weeks behind bars on rikers island but Did he, he was released. <laughs> yeah <me. laughs> he was released on february 1st 1979 and the charges for nancy's murder were still kind of like pending i think the investigation was over but he was like released on bail even though he i don't understand how he got out of jail is what i'm trying to say (laughs) how the fuck did he get out of jail that sounds like breaking your bail terms no getting arrested for fighting
0: (laughs) you yeah you wouldn't be able to get back out you'd be stuck there
1: money talks i guess um so that same night february 1st 1979 he went out with his new gal pal an actress named michelle robinson to celebrate his newfound freedom they partied the night away and after seven weeks of not using sid shot up with heroin The next morning, he was found dead of an overdose at 21 years old. He was never officially convicted of the murder, and the case is still kind of unsolved to this day. Um, So like we said at the beginning, almost like Bonnie and Clyde, the violent deaths of Sid and Nancy turned them into icons of some sort. Um, Their names are synonymous with the 70s punk wave. Their relationship was far from perfect, but for some reason, it's been romanticized and spun into this like Romeo and Juliet type tale. Like even That's... I look at pictures of them and I'm like, "That's so cute." Yeah, like, but like <laughs> they're think about,
0: like you're kind of like teaching like young kids that like a relationship like that is normal. It's yeah, normal. and it's so
1: toxic. But I think it's just the like, I don't know, because we kind of grew up like in the in the pop punk scene, a little bit yeah. of a different world. But they were still kind of like people that were i don't know not not idolized but you looked at them and you're like they're cool
0: yeah like and i don't, don't want to be why. like them
1: but like i don't i mean maybe i did when i was 16 but now i'm like drugs are bad but i can't even drink wine without being sick for a week so seriously
0: i don't know how <laughs> someone takes 30 pills that's
1: insane <laughs> she's still back there yeah um so and survives t- <laughs> yeah i don't know how he did either um so their account will probably all of the use i guess after a while like keith richards you know he stops using drugs he's gonna die
0: it's true <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like the polar um,
0: opposite <laughs> yeah
1: so there were countless theories behind the murder of nancy um and a large group of people actually don't think sid did it some suggest it was a robbery or a drug deal gone bad they were in like a well like not a rough area of new york but it was a rough time yeah and, like it was a huge drug uh, epidemic so It could have happened they could have just like been doing a drug deal and got stabbed um there's even a theory that nancy like stabbed herself because of her quote flair for the dramatic so they think that sid and nancy were fighting and she like was like being dramatic she's like i'm gonna kill myself if you leave me and like just did it and then tried Um, and then yeah Um, a documentary aptly titled Who Killed Nancy suggests that Sid physically couldn't have killed her because of the amount of barbiturates in his system. Uh, like like we keep saying, he took fucking 30 pills. So they think he would have been just out cold the whole time. Yeah, that's and, like, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Malcolm McLaren, the the manager of the band, was adamant that Sid was innocent. In a Daily Beast article, he claims it was actually a, quote, botched double suicide. He continues, quote, she was his first and only love of his life. I am positive about Sid's innocence. Uh, So Malcolm also notes that money was stolen from the room while, quote, stupid clumsy fool Sid Vicious was passed out on the bed. Um, So I I think it's weird that he mentioned the money stolen if he thinks it was a a double suicide. But... That spawns another theory. So there's a man named Rockets Red Glare, and I didn't even bother looking up his real name because I thought that was so funny. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Stupid fucking name. He was a security guard slash drug dealer for the couple and had supplied the drugs that evening in October 1978, um, according to a man named Phil Strongman, who also wrote a book about these people. There's like so many books about them. People are banking um,
0: off their deaths. That's what seriously. Yeah.
1: I think there was a movie too at one point. Oh god. Um, Nancy confronted Rockets allegedly after she caught him stealing cash from the room. She attacked him, but he retaliated by stabbing her with a knife. Sid was out cold on the bed, and Rockets thought he had OD'd because he'd taken. And so many fucking drugs he thought he was already dead so he stole what he could find ran out and then called the hotel from outside telling them to check room 100 so he thought that they'd find two bodies in the room but sid obviously was not dead yeah um, i Kinda, actually like, really woke like up and theory. was like what the fuck yeah i like that theory because like someone called from outside yeah. and i think a lot of the stories that pin sid as the murderer leave that part out yeah um,
0: especially some like it's it's hard to say with, like, the drugs and stuff because someone who's constantly taking drugs, like, their tolerance is obviously way higher. Yeah. So, saying that he could be completely incapacitated is not fair. Like, he, I think he would be, but at the same but time… But there's still a chance that he wouldn't be. He wouldn't because of his intolerance, right? Yeah but then at the same time that phone call was just like that's
1: that's the one thing that stands out to me is who else was in that room and then left that room and then called yeah or maybe like sid called someone and was like there's something wrong like there's or someone one person outside i want to identify
0: or maybe some like he actually did do it and someone walked into the scene and then left and was like i don't want to be part of this and then called when they got yeah that's possible where the fuck is the video cameras and where the fuck are the phone records like it it sucks that this happened in that i don't know if
1: they'd have video yeah oh man if this was like recent times it'd be solved but as of right now it's still not really known most people assume it's sid given the like nature of their relationship they were not the healthiest couple (laughs) out there um but yeah i just think two very messy people lived two very messy lives and died two very messy deaths and yeah that's it the end that's absolutely crazy i always like fun researching that
0: That's the thing about, like, those ones. It's so, like, I think people automatically assume that he would be innocent just because he's, like, popular. He was in a band, you know? That kind of thing. Idol worship. Yeah. That sort of deal.
1: I think because they were both such messes, like, each theory is equally valid. Yeah. You know? Like, I could see her stabbing herself. I could see him stabbing Mm -hmm. her. I could see someone else coming in and stabbing her. Like, everything sticks to me so i don't really know and i don't think we ever will know no i, I don't it's think we not. will either but if you have theories slash if you're into this case just
0: mm-hmm. yeah hit us up on the interwebs empty webs. the interwebs. <laughs> i used to think sid vicious <laughs> was so hot so like
1: me too and i was looking at pictures of him like while i was researching this and like so part of me still thinks he's hot and i think it's like the the 16 year old emo kid in me mm-hmm. but then i'm like he's not <laughs> he's not
0: like, he's good looking, but he's All not... All these
1: psychs, however, uh, could you... still get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That thing... He'll never age.
1: It's just great. Oh, he looks so good. But yeah. Uh, that Shall we get spooky? So oh, no, funny. wait. We're not getting spooky. We're getting...
0: We're kind of, It's like... It's still spooky-ish. Okay. But it's not like a
1: ghost place, but... We both went kind of uh, a little bit off this week. I like it.
0: We did i haven't slept all week guys so it's a bit of a short one
1: <laughs> she's yawning
0: i think river's getting molars so it's been a wild ride it,
1: it, I, it must be molars because that, that be. was yeah it fucking has to be
0: we were parting from like 3 a.m till 5
1: today so it was and great by that she means she was sitting up listening to him party <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh um, my god is this uh is this karma for all the years that like my mom would yell down at the basement for us to shut the fuck up oh
0: my god yes <laughs> it definitely is that's not fair. <laughs> it was Holly. It wasn't me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't break the blinds. It wasn't me.
1: <laughs> yes, you did. No. It's on <laughs>
0: record. <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk about the Marfa Lights. The why? Yeah. So the Marfa Lights are these like orbs that have peered in the desert between Marfa and Passano um, Pass, which are in like West Texas.
1: Okay. So they're... like called- Marfa? And Marfa. A-R-
0: yeah. F- like, A? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um they are commonly seen when they look when like looking towards the um Chinati Mountains. I'm definitely did not <laughs> look that up. I looked up everything else, <laughs> but not that. Um so these orbs have um have been seen for like years and no one has any idea what they are. The lights have been seen in some various colors, such as white, blue, red, yellow. Um, these lights also hover over the ground. Some people have said it starts as like one light and it can split into two or like two lights merge into one. Uh, these lights will also dart off and be seen like quickly going across the desert because they're like they're moving.
1: Yeah um the reason i don't know why i'm picturing fairies but i'm picturing fairies oh my
0: god that could be a fairy. it's fairies it's the multicolors yeah oh my god it's fucking tinkerbell you guys it's yeah, solved
1: that's what i'm picturing <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so the reason these lights are so fascinating is they have been seen by residents for hundreds of years oh wow the first report of the lights was in 1883 robert weed elson who was a cow hand was working in like um like pushing like driving cattle through uh Pasano Pass when he saw a few lights in the distance. He thought it was um like campfires from the indigenous tribe, the Apache. Um he apparently talked to like other settlers in the area and they were also seeing these lights, but when they went searching, they couldn't even find like evidence of like a campfire being there or anything. So they had no idea what they were. Um, now the apache believes that these lights were stars dropping from the sky so maybe like meteors but usually meteors go like straight down and that's it these kind of you can like see them like hover over the ground sort of sometimes they're higher sometimes they're lower but there's videos of them just like hovering over the ground um in 1885 so two years later joe and sally Humphreys also saw the lights and it was reported then so same kind of scenario saw it in like the the desert reported it and that's it in 1919 there was some men um uh, herding cattle when they saw the lights they took their horses like they rode their horses uh to the lights but found nothing in 1957 it was the first written like printed account of these lights an author wrote in the coronet magazine about the lights and called them the texas ghost lights oh
1: yeah summed it right up (laughs) summed it right
0: up um so the community of marfa genuinely believe these lights are harmless and some have even said they have like helped them so there was a woman her name was miss wt Gidding, who grew up in the area and she is stated saying that her father was actually saved from these lights so he was stuck in a blizzard which is like insane in to me right oh wait oh, was wasn't
1: like, there one last year i think so like a, or like, a random one and they were like without power and it was yeah yeah it
0: was like miserable but uh that's what i was like texas gets blizzards and then i remembered that one Mm. Um, but apparently he was stuck in a blizzard and these lights like guided him into a cave so to be like safe from the storm they're totally fairies i'm calling them fairies yeah uh so these lights have become sort of a tourist attraction and texas has even constructed a road like a roadside like parking lot uh down highway 90 to sit and watch them it's actually the government just fucking with everybody guys
1: do you have to pay like, to park yeah
0: probably <laughs> <laughs> if you have to pay to park it's the government's lights yeah um
1: they're just uh, out there with like laser pointers and rolls yeah. cats <laughs> like, <laughs> can
0: you imagine <laughs> um so there's also a center that was built in 2003 called the mystery lights viewing center i don't know if it's still around when i looked on like the merfa website it says like it's like like it's like 404 page error it doesn't oh. exist so i was like i don't know um so what are these mystery lights so one theory is that these lights are actually a mirage or like a superior mirage okay apparently the light can appear um because uh, it's caused by like different layers of the air um and those layers when they're all like combined they're all all the layers are different temperatures so it kind of mm-hmm. creates like an optical illusion so kind of like how when it's like super hot out and you see like the water yeah. on the road yeah so it's something like that, but the thing with that is, is, these are also seen at night. Oh, so I'm just like, would it be the same? Like, does that happen? It would have like to it's...
1: be. Like it's so cold and dark in, in the desert at night. I don't think it yeah. Would be... I don't think it
0: would be either. Like that silence like... was
1: my brain working the hardest it's worked in like ten years. <laughs> you can so hear the knows. gears like turning. <laughs> They're like. Hmm. <laughs>
0: um so another theory is that the these lights are created by gases so there's a type of like swamp gas it's like phosphine or something and methane it's like shrek (laughs) it's gonna be us tonight (laughs) yeah absolutely we both had uh, alfredo today it's gonna be great um (laughs) so under the right conditions they can ignite and they when they combine with oxygen they kind of like turn into like a ball so like a glowing orb essentially but like if that was the case like I feel like it would ha- like if you have a problem like with those gases, then like you guys should look into that. Maybe what you if have we people all look up? into that. But yeah. also, if
1: they like move in in patterns and stuff, and you said like two would become one and stuff, like does that make sense? I don't would know. Being a gas,
0: someone science let scientist. us know
1: we k- carl keeps asking if he could come on the podcast because he thinks he's funny and i keep saying no but like we might need him
0: <laughs> oh my god we should do like a science episode he and- wants to
1: do like a like a like a partner episode like him and stewart join us and i i don't want to i don't trust them <laughs>
0: yeah i don't trust Stuart absolutely he's gonna say something i don't ridiculous. trust carl
1: to take it seriously at
0: all <laughs> no we would like we would record the episode and we would never post it because it'd just be too stupid it'd
1: be locked away in a hidden file somewhere yeah
0: <laughs> um oh uh, where am i oh yeah so some people actually believe this is kind of like the spooky part of it is that some people believe these orbs are actually lost souls so as oh. we know like deserts are like hard to like maneuver some people died especially like back in the 1800s like it's yeah. hot. like you die you don't have a lot to, of people
1: like... don't prepare for the cold either like the yeah, nighttime. It's so like, cold. Fucking cold. cold. Yeah.
0: yeah and so like people believe that these orbs are actually lost souls just wandering wow. the desert oh which is, like, creepy.
1: Like, it's, like, the less fun version of
0: fairies. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if you came across one of these, like, lost souls and they just, like, attacked you? So far, they seem helpful, though, right? people like them? I mean, not every For lost now? soul is going to be nice. That's true. That's true. Also, if it was lost, how do you know the cave's there? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Found its way now. <laughs> yeah. So, another theory is obviously UFOs. Duh. So, some, yeah, some people believe that, like, um oh my god what if it's like people i don't know if people believe this but like with ufos it's like a little like oh my god like an experiment by like these aliens to see how like stupid human race is like let's just put these <laughs> lights the down lights. there <laughs> see how many people stare at them and now like they've created a whole roadway for it
1: like those those traps where you put like the the cheese on the stick and then it, you know oh my god yes it's like a human mouse trap
0: and we're falling right and we're into following that trap yeah we are. I would. <laughs> now, two groups of scientists did studies on the Marfa lights. The first group was a group of students at the University of Texas. This group was part of the Society of Physics, and they did a study in 2004. The other group was the te- from the Texas State University, and they did their study four years later, so in 2008. Both of these studies seem to have similar results, and the, the two groups both believe that the orbs are actually headlights of cars driving by Highway 60 or... Or they could also be campfires as well. So they said they're both. They're not like some mysterious gas. They're not fairies. <laughs> they're not ghosts. But how does
1: how do they explain that? Like the hovering and all that.
0: I don't know. So I've seen videos of these lights because I want to jump into that a little bit. So I've seen videos of these lights and I could see how it could per- be perceived as a car light because, like, when you look at it, you ca- it kind of like blinks. It has like the little glimmer and from a distance you would like think it's a car light to be honest but there is Mm -hmm. this there was this one video and i was like this doesn't make sense so you see this like uh it looks like both these lights look like car lights there's one in front of the other and they're spaced apart as like a car would going down a road so there's two lights um one in front one behind the first light kind of like comes like around a bend and then just kind of like keeps going like slowly and then the second one comes around the same bend, but gets like halfway through and just disappears. Yeah. So it's just like if it was two cars, then why did one just like Where'd run the off other the one fucking go? road? Like <laughs> it was like, I'm gonna take this <laughs> turn. An with lights on. Nobody's off. looking at. Like yeah. Like that. That's like the kind of weird thing to me. It's just like, and then some of the lights kind of just like sit there and like hover back and forth, and then they're gone. I'm just like, if those I'm were car lights, they video. would be moving way faster. It just doesn't make sense to
1: me. You gonna bring up a video? Yeah. Insert Jeopardy music here. <laughs> do, 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 oh, do, fucking do, ads! Do, God damn YouTube. I
0: watched Jeopardy in so long. I used to watch I it every
1: night. It since. I, I didn't even watch uh, like Alex's last episode. I can't do it.
0: Uh, i cried when he died (laughs) yeah i I think we watched it because we used to watch it every single night when i was pregnant because these people are just looking for it they didn't actually find it whatever i'll watch it later i'll I'll, find them yeah i'll find the one that i saw and it's just like i can understand why it would be perceived as car lights but at the same time it doesn't make sense yeah and like some of the
1: lights are like up high and then low and then some of them are like yeah they drop like yeah it's weird it's really and the two becoming one thing i'm still stuck on that because that doesn't make sense for anything so far
0: yeah, it's just like merging a car. Like it's, I guys, it's the government. They're just fucking with us.
1: <laughs> they just want you to pay for parking to watch these lights.
0: Absolutely, that's it. We've <laughs> solved the mystery. But yeah, so technically, these lights have never been solved. They have like a plaque there saying they like all of these like theories, but it's never been proven to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. So to this day, the Marfa lights remain a complete mystery. So it could be aliens, it could be fairies, it could be, <laughs> I don't know, lizards. It could be...
1: Flying, glowing lizards? <laughs> yeah, flying, glowing
0: lizards. Have you seen Godzilla? How often
1: do they, like, pop up? Is this, like, a, like a weekly occurrence, or is it, like, a once in a while? It's or? pretty often. Like, it, throughout the year, there's, like, a handful
0: of times. Wow. hmm That's so they're weird. They're I, I
1: like the fairy theory. I'm, I'm saying they're fairies. Yeah, but
0: that's another thing. It's just, like... If it was cars, you'd be seeing them every single night and they're not being seen every oh, single yeah. night. It's sporadic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't so, know. I'm going something otherworldly. I don't think it's aliens because it's like small. Yeah. Usually the alien sighting is like multiple lights sort of in a row. So you could see like the, mm-hmm. like how big it is, like the spaceship. Yeah. Like, um, I think it yeah. could
0: be like, cause there is a, an indigenous tribe, like that's their, their area, their land. Yeah. And I'm like it could be like lost souls and or not even essentially like lost souls it could just be souls that are just like wandering the desert and that's just their afterlife is there
1: not quite purgatory but like just haven't left our plane yet kind of thing yeah it's just the the colors to me make me think of something like magical Mm
0: -hmm. like when
1: i think of uh like souls or entities i picture like a white like a white light or a white mist or something like that i don't know that's why i think magical is the colors That's That's just my logic. (laughs) In this essay, I will. (laughs) I fully endorse
0: this, to be honest,
1: (laughs) and I completely agree with
0: it. But yeah, it's just it's they're crazy to see, crazy to watch. But I know it's a short one today, but guys, it's been a rough week, so
1: it's fine. Yeah,
0: it was wonderful, and honestly, I like knew about these lights, but I had no idea what they were called, and it randomly popped up as like an ad on like what I I hate when that happens. I was just like, what are what was it we were talking
1: about? We were talking about something oh, uh we were talking about salad. And then Mm. randomly on Facebook, my first fucking article on Facebook was like top ten salads to make this summer and I was like Stop watching and looking at everything I do. It's so annoying. It's the weirdest is when you don't even say it out loud. Pinterest is the worst for this. I won't even say something out loud. I'll just be thinking like, Man, I want this go on pinterest and there's like 50 of them in a row and it just like pops up i didn't even say it out loud well that's my like brain one... is
0: now attached to my phone so like my whole pinterest feed right now is like fall stuff and I so i it. messaged holly and was like i'm pretty sure it was you that like because i follow basically just holly yeah and uh i was like i think you made me pins and she's like i haven't even pinned anything and you know what i thought about we were talking about fall one day and i was like we can't yeah wait you said fall. something about tea yeah and then it pinterest was... that's so fucked up
1: pinterest is scary man the no. internet in general is scary but i'm not gonna give it up anytime soon.
0: <laughs> see the government is like looking at us through like all of the interweb shit and then they're like and shining know. flashlights and like deserts we and know we're on to you we just we don't are. care
1: enough to do anything about no, I'm just going to... We're pre- tired, damn it.
0: We're going to pretend it's aliens and it's just call it a day. Call it a
1: day. Because it's more fun that way. <laughs> <laughs> you, should guys, you, you should, guys. You guys should let us know your theories mm-hmm. on what the fuck these lights are. I'm hashtag team fairy. I'm also... Um, I, I'm changing routes. I, I like the Lost Souls, but fairies are more fun. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. So let us know what you think the lights are, who you think killed Nancy, and why you think we're awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we want to know your opinions on Sid because is like is he hot
1: is he not is he not is he, is he problematic oh my god do you remember
0: the show hot or not <laughs> no what the fuck it was i'm pretty sure it's like an, was MTV an mtv show, show? yeah it yeah. sounds like an
1: mtv show it was or um show. what was the one next where they all like came off the tour bus and went on a date and... oh my god yeah it's so cringe now that you look back on it it's just like it's so cringe i used to watch it so much the worst one i ever watched did you ever watch the swan the plastic surgery show no i watched bodged god they would take these women who were like about to get married or like do something life-changing and they would give them like 80 plastic surgery procedures at the same time and then like they would they would show up on their wedding day a completely different person And, like, I'm not knocking plastic surgery. I would totally get some things done if I had the time and money. Totally yeah. would. But, like, to get that much of an overhaul at one time with no, like, therapy or, like, you know, work put into it. That, that was scary. That, That's like, scary. The
0: most I'd ever get is, like, Botox. Because, like, I'm just, I don't feel like going through that kind of pain.
1: I, if I had money, I would totally get a boob lift. Oh, there fuck. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: don't have kids. That's, <laughs>
1: We haven't even had kids yet. Let's still want one. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that, and I would totally get Botox around my eyes. I think, but I'm just yeah. scared of getting the the Botox face. You know.
0: Yeah, but if you just get like a little bit, I need to get Botox in my forehead to get rid of my bitch line. I call should it we, tr- Should Should we try this for our thirtieth? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Stewart's go been asking Botox. what I want for my birthday. I'm going to ask for Botox. Botox, yeah. genius. There we go. Well, where Matt did this, this conversation fun, fun fun go to botox. <laughs> from sid vicious to botox I don't know what happened. <laughs> that's our drugs guys so oh, uh, just, come, yeah come be our friend come, i don't come, know why you want to be but <laughs> yeah just come hang out with us it's a spooky hour wow instagram is a spooky hour podcast twitter is at spooky hour the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com and that's it that's it friends stay spooky friends stay spooky bye bye